But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. What's going on? Happy Football Friday. Welcome to another edition of the Chop Sports Show uh, brought to you by everybody else. And we're coming to you live from the Chop Studios right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is also Rasslin' Rob behind the glass. A5 Anthony, the producer of the Mojo Market Report, is in the building as well. A lot of things going on today. Um... First and foremost, if you haven't already, it's in the description. Don't click off this show just yet. Uh, but later, you can click and watch the Mojo Market Report. It's a Football Friday edition where we get into all the uh, the action for this, uh, this coming week. Uh, we only kind of picked out the games that are just like more prevalent to the market. So some of these games are duds, but some of them are actually really intriguing. So um, go check that out. Um, but of course, what else we got? There's a bunch of stuff going on. A couple podcast plugs within our network. Uh, be sure to check out the brand new Not Giving a Puck, uh, hosted by Nick, our sound engineer. And of course, brand new episodes of all Jersey Boys. You have the goddamn Jets. You got Till Mets do his part. The Mets still trying to climb into the playoffs, uh, or at least climb into um you know, winning that division, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult yeah, than they wanted the to playoffs, be. they're in the playoffs, correct? They're in the playoffs. They clinched before the Yankees did. How, how sweet is that? The Yankees clinched last night. But we'll get into all that. But, Gooch, first, we got ourselves a rundown brought to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. Please visit FuscoInsuranceAgency.com uh, for all of your insurance, retirement, wealth planning. It's all there. Uh, FuscoInsuranceCompany.com. Hit it, Gooch. Okay, so a 21-year-old Utah student was arrested this weekend or Not this good. week because apparently she threatened to set off a nuclear detonator that is located on campus if the Utah uh, Utes, in fact, lost to San Diego State. They won, so all good there, but she did get arrested for terroristic threats. I don't think she was serious. I think the cops need to kind of understand that this was tongue-in-cheek. Nonetheless... Tongue-in-cheek? You can't do that in this day and age. Yeah, I mean, you can't, but... Apparently, I mean, we could say things like, ah, it. gun to but your I, head, you know, like, oh, okay, like hypotheticals, but it's like, if they don't win, I'm blowing this look, entire look, thing look, up. Look, <laughs> it's look, like, look, 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 look. Have you ever seen those, uh, those barstool things where they go around college campuses and they interview girls on campus pregame? Sure. Hammered. Yeah. Like, this yeah, girl yeah, was yeah. probably drunk, tailgating, and she like puts out a tweet. Didn't Madonna do this once? I try. Like, I try and uh, <laughs> cor- make the correlation. I I just think that there was a lot. La- you definitely can't say it, but <laughs> can't say bomb an airplane. Understanding, bomb, 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 understanding the situation here, I don't think that she was actually serious about blowing up the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I've expected the Rockies to be a little more rockier um, than this. Less serious, but being treated way more serious. Apparently, Ime Uduka was suspended for one year for improper relationship with a staffer. Um, it's the, like this first three minutes of this episode is he, just like TMZ. He's not going to resign. <laughs> he's not going to resign. He's going to stick around after the season. The the interim head coach this year will be his assistant. I don't have his name off the top of my head. Apologies for that I one. I can't believe they're going, just they're taking their head coach and they're saying like, eh, yeah, no I big mean, deal. We're good. We're good. We got Tatum. We're good. That's what you, I mean, they don't really have a choice. They did have a choice. They didn't have to do any of this shit, to be honest. Mm, Let's be honest. They I didn't have they, to do I think, any of this. I think they did. Okay. The NBA would have probably stepped in if not. So Major League Baseball news, Julio Rodriguez scheduled for an MRI. He oh. left the other day with back spasms. And mm. Shane McClanahan, McClanahan, Cy Young 
candidate, I think a Cy Young favorite for the American League, left with a shoulder issue. That is not good timing for the Rays as they approach the the playoff, really, the playoff race. Um, Just so I you know, we're getting an update from Scoop. He slept with the VP's wife. That ought to get you suspended. Yeah, that'll probably do it. <laughs> All right, well, that's all. Maybe it's... Maybe some new news coming through. Uh, yeah, there was the details. Wire. I didn't get too into the actual details of what was going on because I personally don't really care. I'm just more concerned with the the fines and the suspensions that are levied. Mm. Um, so thanks for that, Scoop. Appreciate you, buddy. Your bet sucked. Yeah, but, your Chattanooga shit sucked. But I balls. I faded you guys all on that one at least. I did take the under with the with the Browns. Why and did Steelers. we? Can I ask you a question based off of you know you're a relatively new into the actual capping game, right? And Scoop gets his say, and everybody gets their say over at the Sauce Network. Sean, right? Like, I understand you bet every game, right? Like, they, they typically bet every game. But it's like, can't you just, like, take a day off? You know, like, do we really, like, is he really confident going into that game? Like, oh, Chattanooga. Well, I mean, well, well, like, what? you could just totally That's the name that of the game. game. If, you're, if you're handicapping and you're looking at it as a potential second income, then no, there is no days off. There's yeah. a game on. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's you like... have to take advantage of the opportunity if you see them. Um, typically, Scoop knows what he's doing. Kyle knows what yeah, I, I get you know. that, but it's just like I, I'm sitting there like that was the play on my way home, driving home. I see the play, and you're like, oh, Chattanooga. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll tail. I was going to tail it just, I'm like, just because I was feeling like uh, had a real good feeling about the team and where the team has been going lately. But but then when I saw that it was all tongue-in-cheek, I was like, at least for content purposes alone, I'm going to fade Scoop on this one. And Scoop, I'm going to need you to I'm gonna need you to Venmo me $3. By yeah, the way. yeah, you got to send him a shilling because, you know, he he went broke yesterday. Poor Dave. Um, what else do we got? NFL, a little bit of NFL stuff and then we'll circle back to the baseball stuff. Uh JPP signed with the Ravens, so he was without a home, now he's got one. Bolster the Ravens' pass rush, which I think is already pretty decent for the he first couple weeks. Signs with a contender, man. That's what and, he wanted to do. Um, JPP now in Baltimore. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was listed on the injury report. Nobody panicked, though. Christian McCaffrey said if he went and took a piss right now, it would get listed on the injury report. So just don't pay any attention to this. This is just normal football bumps and bruises. He's ready to go. Um, Yankee baseball. Yankees beat the Red Sox in extra innings yesterday. I like that, Rob. Um, Aaron, Red, Red I, Sox sucks. I feel like Aaron uh, Rob already kind of wrote this season off, and oh, rightfully okay. so. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not here to <laughs> pour salt in the wound. I will. But Aaron Judge in the eighth <laughs> inning showed why he is the true MVP and the best player in the world right now with that dart oh that he threw to God, second base on bro. a rope. Uh, people want to talk about Shohei being a two way guy, and he is. And I'm not taking anything away from him, but we can't overlook the fact that Aaron Judge is playing Gold Glove caliber right field. And center field for the New York Yankees. So I don't want to gloss over that fact. Yankees did clinch a playoff berth on the heels of the Aaron Judge throw. And the Yankees also designated Miguel Andujar for assignment. So see ya. Yeah, so I that's used official. to love you. I yeah. am off board. <laughs> Look what I just got paid. Nice. Eight, Scoop officially just Venmoed me $2.99. So uh, that's going to be well spent. There's a coffee for me. Thanks, Scoop. I appreciate it. that's you. a fucking unit. That's a bet. <laughs> that's what he was doing right there. You got a free bet. Thank wow. you, Scoop. Thanks, Scoop. Wow. Network. It's like, oh, one more Scoop thing. Scoop FanDuel. One more Scoop. thing. One Duel. more thing about the Yankees before, before I wrap up this rundown. The Yankees are really desperate to get this game tonight moved off of They Apple tried, TV. but I don't think that's going to be a success. Mm, it's... They're saying that it's going to go down to the final hour, and if if that doesn't work, what they're also asking for is if we can't get this worked out, could we lend you Michael K? So he could call it. 
I would rather him not, but that's I mean, me. I'm not personally, a K fan. That was part of the agreement. I mean, it's not part of the agreement. They're, they're, it's just something just that they're talking talks. about. Like, the Yankees oh, are desperate. Shit. All right, go ahead. Sorry. The Yankees are. I thought that was me the whole time. No, no, it was the Rob. Yankees Rob, your desperate. mic's now on. Sorry about the that. Yankees it was off before because of the to mojo. To get thing. this move to Yes Network, but Apple is taking advantage of the fact that the Yankees are desperate and, you know. They got the Yankees cornered, but for future negotiations, like, I feel like the I, Yankees and and Apple should kind of f- figure this out. I, There's a pretty penny to be made regardless. They're not going to lose money. I think it's more for the the lore, the nostalgia, and having that call attached to it with the Yankees guys. That's see, it. I don't. See, here's the thing, man. Uh, Hawaii Mike's coming in. He thinks that ESPN slash MLB could still drop in on judges at bats. I don't think they, so. Man. I do think that they can. I didn't know if they would. But the way it's going right now, if if it's an Apple TV thing, I think they almost have to. But keep in mind, this isn't the home run record. This is the AL record. It's a Yankee record. If it was passing bonds, then there's no doubt about it. It would be on Channel Seven, Channel Four, Channel. You name I mean, it. Would look, probably the cut AL to record it. is still relatively. It is. It is good. Lord, like I mean, AL records get broken every single day. I know this is the one, but at right, the same but, time, all right. Can I just say one thing about this? Uh, there was a lot of – I listen to WFAN. I'm a big fan of those guys over there. And there was a caller – no, it might have even been ESPN Radio. Either way. So there was a caller yesterday saying, like, oh, you know, Michael K is politicking and actually, like, announcing to the world that he wants to make this call, right? That he would love to be part of this. And they were, like, getting on him. Like, who – Wait, who? The, call, the caller was uh, basically saying – Michael K, and it's been documented. Michael K has been actually, like, not politicking, but, but saying, like, man, I really want to be on this call. Like, I really want to be on this uh. call. But here's the thing. The guy called up and goes, this guy, what's he think? He's Vince Scully? What's he think? He's he's a nationwide guy? Like, only the Yankees know him. Guy, it's a Yankee record. Michael K is the voice of the Yankees. If I had any opportunity and I knew that I was going to be able to call history, like, dude, when when matches, like, ask Rob, like, when matches are announced uh, for WrestlePro and it's, like, something, like, legendary, I'm like, Yes. Why? Because, wow, I get to call that? That's amazing. This is a Yankee record, so Michael K should be attached to it. I don't He agree. should be. Work I'm just saying, like, for, for somebody to complain about him, like, making that I statement. Don't, I don't like him in the Yankee booth, so I will complain. But I understand his desire to be there. But, you know what, Michael K takes a lot of days off for a guy. He works his ass off. I'm not taking that away from him. But as far as the Yankees booth goes, he's not there a lot. I think that was there was a contract dispute for a little while. So, like, there was there was times where his his deal with ESPN and, like, the Yes Network. Fire oh, his ass. Oh, wow. Okay. Fire <laughs> so his ass. So, in any event. <laughs> Pre-game, too. But, oh, by shout out to Cor- How many games do you think Vince Scully missed? I don't know. Probably He's a hundred. Probably, so- probably Michael K. probably missed more Yankee games this year than Vince Scully did in his career. <laughs> probably. That's an interesting nugget. I, I would like to look that up. I have no that, idea. That's I, a complete I, Not guess, even but... saying you're right or wrong. I just, that's very interesting. Um, but before we get off the Yankees, I got to say this. Shout out to to manager Cora. Is it Joey? Alex? Alex. Joey's his brother, right? Who played ball? Alex Cora, you're a bum. You're a hack. Don't tell everybody that, oh, we're going to go after Judge. There was not one hittable pitch until the last inning, and even that one was outside. Don't tell me you're going to pitch the Judge and then basically intentional walk him four times. No, do Stop. that because They're you're supposed a Red to just manager. throw him strikes. Though, I'm not Dave? saying. I'm no, no, no. I'm not saying just throw him meatballs. All right, but like don't don't like puff your chest out. But oh, we're going to go after him. No, you didn't. No, no, no. You didn't I think, go I after him. I think that's a small victory for the Red Sox because you just pump the Yankees fans' chest up, thinking like, oh, we're going to get a shot. They're going to be aggressive. No, we're 
not. You stupid. Are you kidding me? He's not going down <laughs> against stupid. us. I will say, do you know who the pitcher is today that the uh, potential record tying and or breaking pitcher is? No. Evaldi? It's your favorite pitcher's name in the league. Oh, Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain. <laughs> Rich Hill is on Mountain. the hill tonight. So it could be a record-setting night tonight for, for Aaron Judge. So um, let's get into the Steelers and Browns game from last night. So obviously, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, Toomph Anthony uh, is now 3-0 in his picks. He picked the Browns along with me. Oh, we get, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's the truth. Um, and it looks like uh, you might have a little bit of a cult over yes, there. I'd like cold, to have you uh, COVID-tested, please. Um, and myself and... Anthony uh, won yesterday, and Rob and Gooch take the L, so I am officially tied with Gooch for the lead. It was only a matter of time, folks. He gave me three weeks, and here I am. I'm right there. Um, so that was last night's It's picks, also only a matter of time before I recreate some distance. No separation folks. coming your way. Anyway, this game last night, uh, we kind of – look, we all kind of, within the Sauce Network and Chop, took the under, and we were kind of disappointed with that because there was a little extra action towards the end of this game where it really didn't need to be. Um, but when you look at this game on the surface as a whole, Gooch, the, the st- first, you got to give credit where credit's due. And I'll maybe pull the audience here and maybe pull the audience out there. George Pickens, better catch than Odell? No. You don't think so? Odell's was a touchdown. Odell. That's why I think it's. I, the, the, in, in that say, regard, yeah. That's why I'm agreeing with that. It can't be better. It's at, at the very. My man was peak. getting tugged on, by the way. At the very nice. peak of it, it was. As good, but you can't really give me a better catch than Odell's catch. And I'm not even the biggest Odell fan. I'm not even a fan at all, unless he's a Packer this year. <laughs> Odell, which he's already a Ram. Yeah, basically. No, it's not better. Odell's was a touchdown. It was against the Cowboys. Was it on Monday Night Football? Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. Oh, it doesn't matter. This was Thursday Night Football. But I do, there is a common <laughs> denominator in these catches, by the way. George Pickens and Odell Beckham, both respected teams, lost the game. So who gives a shit about your catch? You lost the game, Pickens. But I, I got to shout him out. He's a dog. And we were kind of talking about them all week long, uh, him in specific, on the Mojo Market Report because we just knew that his stock was going to rise with targets. Now, is Mitch Trubisky an actual problem for this offense? I mean, in the first half, he looked like he was okay, right? In the second half, it looked like he was Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky sucks. It's okay. only a matter of time before it's Kenny Pickett, and I feel like Kenny Pickett and Pickens have probably been working a little bit more together than Trubisky has because Pick. I mean, Pickens has been getting burned all preseason with the ones, so maybe that's a little overthought, but Kenny Pickett clearly has – the better arm talent. They drafted him in the first round. Mitch Trubisky wasn't brought in to be anything other than a stopgap or a backup. The contract dictates that, so it's only a matter of time. Trubisky sucks, dude. Let's yeah. just be honest. It, they're they're it getting is. points no matter who they're playing. It's 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 pretty sick. But do you think that Kenny Pickett is that much? Not that obviously they think Kenny Pickett is worse, but do you think right now they don't believe he is that much better as Trubisky right now? Well, I don't think it matters because sooner than later. It's, the wheels will probably come off on the season as long as uh, Trubisky's in there. The way I'm looking at it is the Steelers are a really, really uh, – they're lucky to be one and one. They should have gotten dusted in week one if Burrow could have controlled, uh, taken care of the football a little bit or if Money McPherson would have hit one of his 31 attempts at a game-winning something, <laughs> right? Yeah. They just couldn't get it done down the stretch, and they gifted that win to the Steelers. I feel like maybe that increases the leash, the length of the leash on a Trubisky. Because really, fault in, we in know regards. what Trubisky is at this point. Mike Tomlin, you got to know what Trubisky is at this point. 
Uh, Kenny Pickett kind of lit it up Can't in the preseason. Win with him. Can't do it. lit it up in the preseason. They <laughs> clearly believe in the guy. The fans love him because he's from Pitt. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I don't understand it either. Did the season to be over? I mean, it's only three weeks. So, but, but three weeks. It's only three weeks. Then it right? could be. That's listen, point, yeah. He Tomlin went out and said, "I'm gonna check the tape." Blah 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 blah. Like this could be a switch this week. So three weeks experiment, Mitch. I, I don't think it will be, but I, you know, it, it's it's potential. You got to start getting him in, in the game. He's got to he's got to appear in a game. Did you guys watch? Uh, any of that last night? Like, do you guys see who who they have like on the pregame shows and the hell and the yeah, Fitz, bro, it's Fitz, love it, Richard Sherman, Tony Gonzalez, and it's like the most I love it. I love listening to Fitz. He's the smartest guy in the world. He is. Um, smart, I got I got to bring this people. up because Hawaii Mike brought it up. Fanduel kicked back all the bets made on McAvee's boost play. I don't know what the boost was, but that last play. Son of a bitch. I texted my father. I'm playing my dad this week in fantasy football. He's got the Browns defense who are getting dissected all game by Mitch and all. Like they're giving up yards, giving up points, whatever. Went all the way down to like a 12. Next thing you know, they do this razzle dazzle bullshit from the six yard line. I know. And the Browns recover a touchdown. And I'm like, I'm, I'm staring at my literally like this with my remote in hand, about to turn the game off. And I'm like, no, no. Wait, no, and I texted my father. I'm like, there you go. You got to play like, to the whistle. Play to the whistle. <laughs> Mr. Sergio, you got to teach your son. Play to the whistle, bro. Bullshit. Like, Way to take advantage of him lacking. That's what happens when you get caught lacking. Me? Yeah, you got caught lacking, bro. But I they was, had the ball. I was one eye open take doing better, the mojo prep. I'm like, care oh, of the football, no. bro. They were take almost at like the 15 care with the, the ball. And he just threw it back bro. and threw it back. And, and then the ball trickles away. I'm like, I'm like, my heart just starts like palpitating. I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. And then it just happened. And I'm like. Can we talk yeah, about uh, Amari kidding. Cooper for a second? Oh, cool. How does that feel? Seven catches. It doesn't feel like anything. It feels like the Dallas front office are a bunch of hackadoodle doos, and I'm not worried about <laughs> it because they traded them away for a bag of balls, and he's skilled, and he's good, and now he's got Jacoby Brissett lacing him in there. So shout out to Cooper. Shout out to me for drafting him in the ninth round for one of my drafts. Dude, the guy's still can ball. He's still good, and the Cowboys dropped the ball because now they're sitting there like, oh, don't worry. We got no Brown. We'll he's be fine. open. Fuck out of there. It's constantly Bro, he, he's one of the better route runners in football. He is making people look silly out there. And, yeah, it sucks not to have him anymore. But I'm rooting for him. Pittsburgh's defensive scheme, they sold out to stop the run yesterday. And they could not. They couldn't do it. They sold out to stop the run. And, Chubb and had 100. Uh, Hunt had 50. But like, it's been weird because the Steelers have sucked against the run, but they haven't been able to get anything going against them in the last six matchups. Kyle, I think, was talking about it in the comments yesterday. Yesterday was a different story altogether. Even Stefanski was talking about it. They were saying in the pregame, you know, we it's weird because we alter our scheme a little bit. We think we're we could execute against this team, and they haven't been able to until yesterday. I was so. hyping his route running. I think it was one of the best ones in the in the league, and he showed it last night. And you know what? He's doing it with Jacoby Brissett. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine what he can do this year. And I well, I mean, Dak didn't really perform in the first week and i don't know about cooper rush so right now he might be in a better situation i don't know but in any event the browns get the win they're two and one and now all the questions are up on the steelers right now sitting at one and two uh yeah yeah they still one against, one no they're one and, no, two. one and two uh one and two going into week four now so we'll see if there's any decisions to be made i know my boy matt martinko was also in the comments he said something about the schedule so yeah steelers after the jets have a tough schedule so if they're going to make a move they would have to be now so if you want to throw them in against the Jets next week, do it. You know, I mean that's 
now now might be the time. So, and if you're into Mojo, go buy some stock because invest right now because as soon as Kenny Pickett's stock and Mojo is actually rising and he hasn't done anything yet well, because it's, it's just like anticipation is building on, and yeah, building and building. based on the anticipation that he's about to get yeah. in the game and his career is about to start. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so that's the Browns game. Uh, we're about to get into our leans for this week, um, heading into week three. I, I haven't seen Kyle in the comments, but I'm sure he'll be jumping on at any moment just to kind of chime in with some uh, percentages and all that good shit. But before we get there, we got to get to our sponsors. I mentioned uh, the Fusco Insurance Agency before, so definitely go check those guys out. Also, our friends over at Dat Chat right now, um, blockchain, NFTs, uh, social media, they do it all over there. They're in the metaverse and... It's all freaky to, shit to me, and I've said that for time and time again. It just gets weirder and weirder, uh, but it's all good shit. It's, it's the future. It's where we're living. It's what it's what it is. Um, also, I got to give a shout-out to our friends over at Hater Fantasy Sports. They're launching a game this, this week on Sunday, the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games only. If you've never played before, head on over to HaterFantasySports.com. Check it out. It's actually really interesting stuff. You basically pick the players you think are going to suck, and if you get the lowest score, like a golf game, you win, and they're giving away $500 in site credit um, for the first game. So get on over there, and of course, our friends over at steveaspire.com as they tear the building down as we're here. Uh, steveaspire.com who built this website. Oh, special happy belated birthday to Steve yesterday. Uh, so I want to give a shout out there and our friends down the hall at Lowell's. They're doing big things over there. A lot of merchandise being made for us for Matawan Day next Saturday. And if you're around, the first game we're going to be talking about after Manscaped is the Jets. We'll get into that in a second. But first, take care of the old Grundleski. Yes, guys. You walk outside this morning, you feel that Beautiful. weather? Beautiful. It's football weather, Beautiful. baby. You know what that means. The cold is coming. You know what happens when it's cold? You get turtle dick. When you get turtle dick... Your, your pee-pee sometimes can play peekaboo with your pubes. We want to rectify that situation. If you head on over to manscaped.com, you use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, 20% off a clean pair, oh, a pair of clean-shaven balls. Oh, I've never One got, time for that ass. I've never gotten turtle dick. <laughs> my, you know, my balls do that, though. Like, they disappear sometimes. Oh, turtle dick, bro. Turtle dick. <laughs> Yeah, ever happens to you, bro? Where it's like one disappears. It's like, what, what happens when that? it gets cold? You know what a turtle? Like, I think I got a hernia. You know what a turtle <laughs> yeah, does? A turtle moment. does when it gets afraid. Call your mom. It recoils into its shell. Yeah, you know. So when you get the turtle dick. I thought literally of, I was the only person in the world that that happened to. I thought it was a, like a defect. Yeah, you got the <laughs> the, the peekaboo pubes, bro. There's a Seinfeld Peek episode about it. Yes. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. I, at least I saw anyway, that. Anyway, Manscaped.com promo code ShopSports twenty percent off. Take care of that pee pee in the cold weather. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100 hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you speaking on personal experience the house buying and house selling process is a bitch it's not fun it's not fun at all but you know who made it fun you know who turned all this around took all the stress out of the process it's curtis counts of exp realty whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. 
To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. You know, it's funny because I would think it would be the opposite way. Maybe you would want to grow a little fur coat, you know, considering Jeez. it's going to be a little cold, right? No, bro. It's not the 70s it's anymore. Come bro, on, what are you talking me? about fur coats? That's what Manscaped's for, this you know? This is what Manscaped's for. If you answer, We're not going to the jungle, shops. even though Ash is going to the uh, jungle. That's right. Hey. Just not mine. Yo, are there lions where you're going? Yes. Tigers and bears. Yeah, so you got to like no be on your head on a swivel? No tigers, but there's cheetahs. Like, just like, head on, like, just like, oh, shit, lion everywhere. Like, yeah? Reach out and touch so me. She's, she's, she's not allowed to pet a cheetah. Yeah, don't do words. that. And yeah. don't steer do that. clear of the monkeys because they're crazy. I could show you where to hide some shanks. <laughs> All right, so there no is monkeys, no monkeys, just a bunch of lions. Going. Happy the kings trails. of the jungle. Uh, safe jungle. travels to Ash. Going to miss you. Be back soon. We done? We done with it? <laughs> two, two more weeks. We have one more. No baby day for two weeks. Bro. Oh, my God. Whatever shall we do? I don't know. I don't what, know either. What's that, the Wi-Fi sitch out? Like, out, out, can you, like, Oh, wait, FaceTime? wait. Also, time difference. We need to know. Are you going to be tuning in? Of course. What time well, is... What? I'm not worried about the safari. I'm saying, what's the time difference <laughs> out there? That's so disrespectful. You're not going to watch when you're Six on the hours? safari? Start ahead. ahead. So, basically, it'll be... Six o'clock at night for her. It'll be five o'clock in the afternoon Time, yeah. when we go live. Ah, so you'll be up. That's fine. All right. I wake if it was the at, other way around, I'm like I wake get up, at, up at two in the morning. I wake up at two. I, I wake nah. up at two in the morning. So like she does. We're on the same schedule when she leaves. It's kind Aww, of cool. That's so cute. Anyway, let's get into the NFL slate coming up week three, baby. We'll start with the New York Football Jets uh, because that's what we do around here. We like to start local. And if you guys are going to this game for whatever reason, um, look for the Mojo Crew, and that's myself, Chris, and of course Rasslin Rob will be at. MetLife Stadium around the Verizon gate is where we're starting. I don't know how far we're going to venture away from there, but we're going to be doing some interviews, giving out some stuff for Mojo and Chop Sports, and we'll do a little collaboration. And uh, yeah, so check us out there if you're uh, going to the Jet game. So we start with the Jets, who are coming off an improbable win last week uh, over the Ravens. Um, not Ravens, that not the Ravens at all. They lost to the Ravens, the Browns. Um, I'll get that eventually. So <laughs> the Jets are coming in, hosting this game. Find me, like, again, this is where I need, I, I need Kyle, maybe you can shed some light on this. Go ahead. The Bengals have lost two in a row. They have looked completely in disarray. They went out and lost to the Jets last year, right? Why are they touchdown favorites on the road? Why? Because do you remember last week? When the Jets were down 13 with a minute to go, and then they had these crazy heroics on a blown coverage, Corey Davis, not to take anything away from what the Jets did last week, but for 58 and a half minutes, they got they got beat. And it was a closer game than 13 points said because the Jets were in that game the entire time. That said, Joe Burrow and company are probably looking to right the wrongs from the previous two weeks, and it's a good opportunity because the Jets have played well defensively, but they haven't played the likes of a Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon quite yet. That offensive line worries me, but the big plays are to be had, and the Bengals haven't ripped them off yet. I feel like that's kind of – it's looming in this one. I feel like the, the books kind of know that uh, six, six points isn't that big of a point spread. In fact, if you look across the league this week – I think there's like thir 12 or 13 road favorites. Yeah, but and that's fine. We'll go over it. But let's just pretend that this game was in Cincinnati. You're telling me it would be like a 9, 10 point spread? Yes, absolutely. It's Joe Flacco. Man, nobody's Bro, putting was, respect on the guy is, that just won a game. I don't same, understand. But look, but 
Don't forget that Friday, last Friday, a week ago, on this very show, it was us that were calling for Joe Flacco to be benched for Mike White. The same Mike White that shocked the Bengals last year, and it took his athleticism to do so. He was running the ball all over, scrambling. Joe Flacco, that he's not that guy, pal. Not that guy, pal. And while Joe guy. Flacco might be a, a serviceable backup, he got them a win, but the Jets really should be 0-2 right now based on the way he's played. I don't know. Outside of that fourth quarter. So start us off, Gooch. Where are you leaning on this one? I got to go with the Bengals. I know that. Uh, you writing it, it down, is, Rob? Yeah. It's My a man. decent. It's a decent amount of points considering it's a road game and the Bengals haven't played well. But you got to imagine that the Bengals fix this soon. Offense is going to put up points in this one. The Jets' defense may struggle a little bit once they face a truer test. That's my call. Bengals minus six. I got this feeling about this game in specific because, look, we, we have been share, like the, the praises for Joe Flacco over the last week because they got the, get, uh, the job done last week. So that's why I'm like, all right, well, Joe Flacco is, you know, he'll be the good stopgap. I feel like since Zach is coming, he's like right there. Uh, he's on the cusp of getting back into this lineup and back on the playing field. I feel like there might be a situation in this week where they're like, Thank God we're getting Zach Wilson back, you know? But I don't know, man. I watched Cooper Rush dissect his defense of the Bengals in the beginning of that game and get off to a hot start. I watched the Dallas defense get to Joe Burrow. I watched the Steelers defense get to Joe Burrow. If the Jets have any sort of pass rush here, they're going to be in this game. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Bengals. <laughs> Minus the six. Yeah, so real quick, real quick. I want the Jets to win. Was, I just don't see it. I feel like the Bengals have been playing really well on the defensive side, and that's the only reason why they were even in any of the games that they've played. Like the Pittsburgh game, they played outstanding on defense. Now, come to realize Pittsburgh's offense is putrid, and it could be the same thing with the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. We don't know how that's going to play out going forward. So maybe mm -hmm. it was a little bit like the, the optics – Look a little bit better because they didn't really play this high-powered uh, gauntlet offense. But guess what? The Jets aren't that with Joe Flacco. Maybe they can be down the stretch this year because I do really like the Jets' talent. We talk about them at length on the Mojo uh, Market Report. You know, you got five guys at skill spots that are all in year one or two. I feel like that's a really good thing to, uh, in the making with the Jets, but it's still Joe Flacco at the helm right now. Like I said, Bengals minus six. How's the homer going to feel about this one? What do you uh, think, listen, bro? The Bengals, 34. I think they're ranked 31st in their offensive line, so Burrow's getting sacked still a lot. Our defensive line's pretty good, pretty young. This is where we're going to find out how really good Sauce is because their wide receiver group is really good over there. But I still think the Jets are going to pull through at home. We got Nick Mango, okay. go, Mick Mango going in the ring of honor at halftime. The boys are in a building to start the day. I'm telling you. I think Nick the Jets, Mangold, Ring of Honor, huh? The Jets are going to get it together. No, Nick Mangold. We might be in business maybe. with Nick Mangold in, in a little bit of... Uh... A little, little bit. I mean, I've been talking to the guy over at Dude's Gourmet, and apparently Nick Mangold has his barbecue company, and it was just made a brand-new sauce. So there could be a little bit of a relish coming soon. Yeah, tell him we'd love to meet him Sunday. We'd love to be in at halftime to shake his hand on, on, cool on the field. It's kind of when worlds <laughs> collide and we get the Mojo commercial, like Joey D, fellow break bud. Yeah. Tuned in to the show today. Shut up. And the Mojo market report. Right is the commercial Let's that played. Not the Mojo Market Report, but the Mojo How app. cool is that, dude? That is pretty cool. That Anybody pretty else bad. get that commercial? Anybody else? Yeah, that'd be great, man. Uh, I, I did not. I went and just tried to reshare it again. All right, so we're all, me and Chris are on the Bengals. We think there's going to be some home cooking, according to Rob, for the Jets. Moving on to Gooch's beloved Packers, who are facing off against a Mike Evans list and a Chris Godwin list, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. But they have a guy, you might have heard of him, Tom Brady. So, Gooch, 
How do you feel? You guys typically, statistically, historically have not played well in Florida. All right? And that's a, that's a fact. It's not like I'm just making this up out of thin air. What do you think about this game, man? Can Rodgers uh, – last week we saw what Rodgers could do when he's in a flow and he's got some guys cooking and shit and Aaron Jones, uh, Dylan, everybody doing their thing. The Tampa Bay defense is probably the best in the in the league right now. So do you have the confidence going into this one? I think this is going to be a defensive battle. Um, no Mike Evans helps a lot. Godwin's injury, we're not sure if he's going to play or not. Julio Jones, I think, is out. Even if he does play, I feel like it's going to be extremely limited. They just signed Cole Beasley. They're, they're kind of patchwork in receivers. That's a little bit scary for me because I feel like that might take some of the onus off of us focusing on those guys. And I've seen Scotty Miller burn us in, you know, like yeah. I've seen these guys do work. Uh, Cole, um, Cole Beasley coming into a new situation, he's just playing the slot. I feel like you could go play the slot anywhere. Facts. If you've been sure. in the league forever, yep, yep. especially with a guy like Tom Brady, who's going to be able to funnel him information as he needs it in real time. I don't think they're going to miss a beat there. I'm not so sure about the the rest of the uh, pass catchers though because Russell Gage is the only one of note. I'm not I think our our corners are going to do well there. What scares me most is Leonard Fournette. I mean, we Yeah, your run defense doesn't look I feel like the run defense week 1 it was a positive game script for Minnesota to just run the shit out of the football and they managed to hold up pretty well against Dalvin Cook specifically in the second half they they stopped the run well enough to get back into the game. They had chances in that second half, for sure. The offense just couldn't get it going. Last week against the run, they just there was ran a couple every good, play. Good, couple good they runs ran by Montgomery. Every play, and I think the team as a whole struggled to stop uh, Justin Fields when he broke the pocket, and a lot mm-hmm. of the yardage through the ground on the ground were gained by Justin Fields. But that one drive really scared the shit out of me, where Montgomery and Herbert ripped off long runs when we needed it the most. So. The Packers are going to struggle to move the football. They have nothing proven on the outside right now, and the guys that are proven, I feel like, have both lost a step with Watkins and Cobb. Lizard. Are you about to make history here? Are we about to make history? Here? Oh, I'm definitely not making history. <laughs> no, <laughs> no history here. Not folks. a chance. I just think it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough one. The Packers are going to have to execute and execute and execute against the run uh, against the Tampa Bay defense by running the football. I don't know how easy that's going to be with the speed over there. A.J. Dillon this week. That's my that's my hope. So you're taking the Packers plus the one on the road. I am taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. <laughs> it's Tampa Bay. It's Tom Brady. That defense is really good. We're going to see a lot of the uh, you know the Aaron Rodgers like, hey, man, run the right route next time. A little bit of frustration. Not as much as we saw in week one. And then they got it together in week two, and they beat up on the Bears, which is everything kind of expected. I mean, this guy laid 17 and a half or whatever it was. Um, so, But now going back on the road, Tom Brady back at home. Home. Um, it doesn't really matter who he's throwing to at this point. I mean, Hawaii Mike made that uh, comment before, and I agree with it. He's never really had He's He's made all of his receivers, and I still think he can do that. Um, big day out of, like, maybe the, the tight ends, maybe some swings oh, out of the backfield. Fuck I, think Tampa Bay, <laughs> I think Tampa Bay. He's, is, never, he's 58. Yeah, he well, that's what I thought, now. too, against Dallas. We couldn't now. Get Just look done, at how so. bad he was. And the and Dallas it, defense is better than Green Bay. Look how regular Tom Brady was down the stretch in New England when they had nothing. And he was now old. Let's just pump the brakes on Brady being that guy still. He's really good. And he's going to ma- – when you put the players around him that he had. But come on, bro. Fucking Tom Brady. Tom right. Brady wins doesn't today. matter who his uh, receivers are. It doesn't. It does against this secondary, though, I think. Okay. Just shut up, Hawaii Mike. Stop Fournette. That's all. Feud is Scoop, back on. All right, you better be Feud careful. Feud is back on. Well, you better be careful because Scoop just picked the Packers, so that might have been your mush of the weekend. No, no, no. Um, Scoop knows what he's doing. <laughs> Rob, where are you going does, with this one, bro? He doesn't know how to pick college. Uh, <laughs> do 
You're only getting a point. I mean, only giving him a point. So I just something. Look, when I seen Tom Brady at the podium last week, he looks sick. Like I saw somebody <laughs> put a meme. Like it looks like they tried to draw him. Like someone tried to remember Kevin Bacon and draw him by thought, and that's how Tom <laughs> Brady looks. And that's exactly how he looked to me. A really good funny point. So Green Bay oh, all day. Let's all right, go. you're going with the pack. All right, so there you there go. Two Packers, and I'll I'll take Tom Brady. I know, silly me taking Tom Brady at home. That's so stupid. Um, <laughs> Moving on to the 49ers, who obviously struggled in week one, bounced back in a big way in week two, and now they go back on the road to take on Russ. Let's ride. And they're one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The over-under is 44. Um, is this the week, Gooch, that that the, the Denver Broncos kind of ride it all and get, get things going here and they start riding a little bit? Or is this just San Fran's – it's under Jimmy G, under a full-week practice, knowing he's going to be the guy going forward – how do you feel about this one? I think that uh, Kyle Shanahan is going to eat Nathaniel Hackett alive in this one. And that's, that's where it's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson is looking more and more like Jimmy G by the day. On and purpose? <laughs> nope. I mean, just like his skill set and his ability to get the ball down the field and all those types of things. I, I think like the, the walls are starting to close in on Russ a little bit because there's only so long you could be Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky when the, when the wheels are coming off on your ability. And I'm not saying he's done, but Russ hasn't been playing well. And if you look historically, Russell Wilson hasn't really been the catalyst to any of his team's success. They've been a run-first team. They need to stick to that. Like It needs to be a heavy dose, and they need to beat the 49ers at their own game in this one. Uh, I just... 49ers defense has been playing... Not that great, but I just think the coaching matchup in this one, I like this. I like the 49ers. I got to do a little bit deeper of a dive, but the Broncos' offense looks really bad. I think a full week of practice with Jimmy G is going to be beneficial to that 49er team. 49ers in this one. Yeah, yeah I'm going to ride with you and go with the 49ers as well. And, and for the reason you just said, it, until until the, the, the Broncos' coaching staff can look like they're all on the same page and look like they can call an offensive game, I can't I can't ride with with Russell Wilson as much as I was rooting for him to succeed over there to kind of stick it to Seattle. Uh, I just don't not yet. I mean, maybe they will get on some kind of roll eventually this season, but it ain't going to be at the expense of the 49ers defense. 49ers defense is very good. Um, and I don't like uh, I don't like this matchup at all for Denver. I like the 49ers on the road. So as the favorites, Rob, uh, I agree. I think Russ is going to see that he's going to hate playing in Denver. And <laughs> I think quick, a lot huh? of people are – I think a lot of that offense especially is going to be very comfortable with Jimmy G over there. I think a lot of them don't want to say it. They were comfortable last week. I feel like a lot of them are saying it. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh they're not saying it publicly, but, like, yes. there is reports coming out. The 49er beat writers are saying, yeah, there's a lot of internal talks about the team being like, well, we're better now. It Well, maybe not say better, but say, like, uh, oh, we're, we're also fine. Also, input Hawaii, Mike. We're, we're going to be – no, we're going to be fine. Like, it's almost like, oh, it's Jimmy? Oh, the guy that led us to the NFC title game? Yeah, we're, we're good. We're, we're good there. You know what I mean? So, I'm and, not worried about uh, that Giselle at all. Or is, NFC, is the better wife whatever than the fuck. Sierra, definitely. Battle of the birds. Sierra! Um, so, now, how about this one? This was worth a billion Barn burner here as the – Atlanta Falcons visit the 12th man in Seattle. Seattle, believe it or not, somehow, some way, is favored because I guess they're home. So they're favored by a point. This game is this is this is doo-doo paper right here. Like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't like this one at all. Uh so I'll start with you, Gooch. Is there such thing as doo-doo paper? Yeah. You drawing doo-dooo paper? You ever see uh Forgetting Sarah Marshall? It's toilet paper. If I I might I may have seen it, but I don't know I just, every fucking I, I don't line. know what what I don't I just I can't wrap um, my head around. When people don't see funny movies, it's just like no, I've seen it. But here's I know, the thing about like, me and movies: I watch them once. 
yeah, it's like I, I know people like you too, and it's just like how many yeah, times I saw it. Bro, it was like I had a conversation when I saw it. And she's I was like, like, "What do we have in common? Do you like watching movies?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Who asked that?" Ash. You guys are asking each other right now what you guys have no, in common. Stop! 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 <laughs> stop! That's not. That's not. How, first of all, I do you your conversation. My, you want to hey, hear? You know what? Like, do, do you want to hear my, my opinion on this? Like, I don't need to have things in common. No, I, I agree. agree. You're right. I agree, I agree too. too. I. You, I, that's the reason why they say opposites attract. You know, that's that's the that's a thing. Like, she, like, I don't want her to be like, "Can I bet in your fantasy league?" No, <laughs> fuck. Set your damn lineup, Ash, and you could be in it. I don't need any pick me's. <laughs> we all know what those are. Anyway, where are you going with this uh, blockbuster of a game? Um, Falcons. Good analysis. I like it. No, I'm the also, Falcons. Falcons. I'm also on the Falcons here, the too. I, I think the Falcons can pull this off. Not pull this off. Like, it's some big fucking deal. Uh, I don't even have this game written down. So, Falcons is what? Plus talk, one? Talk about a battle of yeah. quarterbacks Falcons on their third chance. Huh? Yeah. Like, look, Geno was a fun story in week one, and then they got exposed.com last week. And it's just like, ugh, man. And then Mariota and company have shown that they can score some points. Look, they're not as shitty as what we thought. It's a bad game to pick. Who knows? This is a coin flip for me. I'll just go with the the cooler color bird, I guess. We'll go with the Falcons well, with the red and black. I'm just going with, I think that they're a more talented team. They're just super young. I think the Falcons are a more talented team. And I think Mariota can outduel a Geno Smith, if you're, if you're asking. Think, Gun to my head, that's I think Pete Carroll is, is just done. I think he sucks. I'm not really a big fan of the Falcons head coach either, but. <laughs> Hold on, time out. Hawaii Mike, is that true? Like Hawaii Mike came in and said, "Doodoo paper is Hawaiian for toilet paper." It could be because that's, that's, that's the, how you heard that, it. That's how I heard it. The yeah. Hawaiian guy was yelling, "You trolling doodoo paper?" And I'm like, "Oh, I think he's just calling it doodoo because you know the obvious, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It could be a funny thing. Anyway, Rob, where are you going with this one? It's Falcons for sure. Jill okay, sucks. No love for the 12th man, Seattle. F those guys. All right. Anyway, moving on to some a uh, little bit more of a powerhouse game here. We have the Rams. We have the Cardinals. I don't have that game written down either. What the fuck is wrong with me? Maybe I just came in at the wrong time. So three and a half over the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's at home. Last week had an improbable win. Um, The Rams have shown that they're still playing good offense, and Cooper Cup is that dude, and they're figuring out their running game situation because Akers are starting to trend in the right direction again. I mean, Gooch, when you look at this Cardinals team, is it just a flawed game? I mean, they picked up – it was a scoop and score win. Outside of that, they probably should have lost that game too. So I'm, yeah. I'm, that's where I'm at with this one. The Cardinals' defense sucks. That's first and foremost. I think Cl- Cliff Kingsbury, just the look of him bothers me. I'm not a fan of him as a head coach. Uh, they battled back. The, the Raiders' defense, they have a really solid pass rush, and they were able to negate that – more so because of Kyler Murray's ability to get out of the pocket. I think he's going to have to exercise that ability in this one because I think the Rams are going to get in his ass a little bit. Pause. The Rams are a clear-cut better team. They are already suffered a loss this year, and I think that that kind of fixed things for them, and they got serious. Cam Akers got a lot more involved in the last one, and I think that's going to increase again as we go forward. I saw a great quote talking about Cooper Cup, <laughs> and it was Field Yates, and he said, Cooper Cup is inevitable. There's no better way to describe him. He is eventually going to explode. It could be one drive where he has six catches for 100 yards somehow. <laughs> so the whole field. They start on the one. And a touchdown. He gets every ball. Obviously, he scored a touchdown. Um, uh, Kyle coming in finally saying, wow, no invitation to lean Friday. 
So that's on us, I guess. No, no, no. First of all, there is an open invitation to Lean Friday. So that all you got to do is say, "Hey, that is a I'm given. joining." And, okay. <laughs> and there was there was a little bit of trepidation because we were dealing with a, I wouldn't even call it. We just made a couple changes to to for the shows. Oh, the sound issue. Yeah. And we were we were like, okay, well, we haven't heard from Kyle while we were pressing to get the show put together. Kyle was. Where were you, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, where were you, bro? You, he was, Kyle? you know what Kyle was doing? Kyle was out there scouring the internet and threatening potential partners for a blue check mark on Twitter. <laughs> That's what Kyle's been doing with his morning. So, why do you want a blue check mark so bad? Appearance. Who cares? But Kyle, honestly, comments. I almost like the fact that when Kyle is in the comments, it's it drags. It, yeah, no, no, no. It's it good. drags people it's in. It's good, but it. It's like the people that don't watch the show live don't get to see all Kyle's good stu good stuff that he puts up unless we bring it up. But there's a lot of stuff that we we don't bring up because of the uh, the volume. So if if you are a person that is watching live or not watching live, a lot of these comments when we don't have yeah. Kyle on the show, a lot of the good stuff is in the comments. So you got to catch this shit live on Friday. Scoop, scoop. Are you, you're his proxy. What do you want? Uh, uh, Sandy Lyle? <laughs> not Sandy Lyle. Yeah, no, Sandy. Yeah. You the guy from Crocketeers? You're goddamn right. Um, anyway, funny, funny, funny. Name that movie. Nobody can except I for can, me. And actually. What is it? It's uh, with us, Polly, whatever. The yeah, fuck okay, Polly. My man, Rob. Good job. All right, so in this game, are you taking the inevitable or the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to roll with the Rams, too, on the three and a half. Uh, that offense will start clicking. We're now three weeks in. They've hit some speed bumps in the beginning, but now they're all starting to sort the shit out. Kyler Murray, to me, he'll run another country mile and try to find some open receivers. But that Rams defense, man, it's it's going to be a little bit difficult for him to get things going. So give me the Rams in this one. How you feel, Rob? Rams as well. Okie dokie. It's going to make me feel uncomfortable as this, this show goes on, the amount of road favorites I'm going to be forced to pick. <laughs> right. I, I know. Me too. All right, moving on to another barn burner, and that's the Chicago Bears, uh, who are coming off a nasty loss against the Packers. They're hosting the Texans. The Bears are favored by a field goal. So this is interesting, um, and it's not really interesting because it's it's the way it ought to be. Uh, Houston has been playing good, right? They're playing is uh, better than what we have all expected. Justin Fields is obviously, you know, the whole eleven attempts last week is very alarming for me. You would have, you would assume that Eberflus gets things going this week as far as letting him throw the ball a little bit. For that reason, I'll start before you, Gooch, and I'll take the Bears here at home. I think they're going to play better. Soldier Field, all that nonsense uh, might be a little chilly over there. Who knows? Houston's coming in, decent team, probably can cover, but give me the Bears. I'll, I'll take the Bears in this one. Gooch. Mills Mafia all day. Justin Fields did nothing to build off of the week one win. He actually went backwards. I kind of expected that. No respect for the Texans in this one. I don't think the Bears did anything in the last two seasons to warrant being a three-point favorite against anybody. They're home. I understand. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Justin Fields, you got to complete a pass to a receiver before I'm going to give you any respect. Uh, the defense is decent, but I feel like they're going to be without one of their pass rushers in this one. And that's going to open things up for the eventual boom of a one Damian Pierce. I feel like it's imminent. It's coming. You watch what Aaron Jones did last week to this Bears defense on the ground. They're very susceptible to, to chunk plays on the ground. And while so, I don't know about the explosiveness, they were calling him out. Lovey Smith was calling Damian Pierce it. out in the media. I think when players get called out in the media by a guy like Lovey Smith, who kind of knows maybe the buttons to push on a said player, I feel like we might see a response out of Damian Pierce, and I know Mills Mafia has been stacking good practices since 
the beginning of camp. That's the word in That's Texas. That's great. Good for Texas him, camp, man. I'm so glad. We're talking about let's practice. Let's go, baby. And We're talking plus, about practice. Plus the fear of maybe having to go on the road and lose to Tampa Bay. I can't have a, a Chicago team that we embarrassed on, on Monday. And ahead Sunday of you night, in the standings? Ahead of me in the standings. So this might be Ooh, a little Monday bit might be interesting. Um, but no, the Texans are a decent team. Chicago, so, they're so, neither team is decent. They both suck. Chicago sucks more. <laughs> Dynamite analysis. <laughs> Both teams suck. Chicago sucks a little more. So you're in on the Texans and Mills Mafia. I'm in on the Bears. How are you splitting the difference there, Rob? <laughs> Good decision. Chicago's All right. Chicago's <laughs> home. I think I'm just going to go with Chicago. Justin Fields has to get it together. He's going to be out, too, looking for a job. So he's got to be better than Geno Smith, right? Who? Justin Fields. <laughs> like, if you had to compare it to you, have, like, I'm still, yeah. you're not shocked Geno Smith is still starting quarterback in the NFL right now? No. Really? Over it, it all the other people that could be there? Name a, a, name a backup quarterback that should be starting Tyra over. Taylor. I feel They're like, like a Jace. That's like Spider-Man what? meme. I mean, how much <laughs> how, how much how much better how much better is Tyrod Taylor really? Than Geno Smith? Yeah, like what are they, what are they gonna win? Four games instead of three? You know, so mm. it's like eh. Is that wins above replacement? It's sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. Um all right. Well, listen. So bears. who are you on? Bears, bears, bears. 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 Okay. bears. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, uh, by the way, with this win, um, it looks like, uh, wait, wait. With this win, Fields will try Troy Smith for most NFL wins by an Ohio State quarterback four. There's no way. Jesus, that hilarious. can't be true. But yeah. it's Hawaii Mike, you usually spot on with these stats. No, he is. We've had an in, in, in-depth conversation about the lack of wins out of Ohio State quarterbacks. Bobby Hoying, I think in like, 89, whatever the fuck year he was drafted, was the last guy that had more than four wins, and it's Bobby Hoying. So how many more could he have had? Bobby Hoying? Holy God. All right, moving us on to one of the more intriguing games. Am I bugging this who's always talking about Ohio State quarterbacks? (laughs) Tyler Jack out, Chop Sports, Cowboys tailgate. Oh, absolutely, brother. I'll get in contact with you. I will be in the house. We'll talk about that after. Um, But anyway, all right, so we're in on the Bears, except for you, Gooch. Uh, and now we're moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are seven-point dogs heading into L.A. Whew. All right. Well, not for nothing, but – and this is another game I didn't – like, I don't understand. I couldn't – I guess I didn't have these graphics before. I don't know. Weird. But they're plus seven at L.A., so I can write that down. All right. So, Gooch, break this one down for me before I do. Trevor Lawrence – Played really good last week, but he's not going to play good this week because the Chargers are just a lot better than the competition that he's faced up to this point. Ooh, 91%. Chargers might be the best. The Chargers defense is the best defense that Trevor Lawrence has ever faced in his entire life. I'll go on record in saying that, right? Maybe he did something last year. Are we, are we messing up with the sound? Or is that? Oh, oh, oh okay. Wow. Sorry. So anyway, the um, San Diego, or San Diego, I say. The, the LA, <laughs> right. the LA Chargers. Justin Herbert and company, their offense is too loaded. The Chargers, I mean, the the Jaguars last year were the worst offense in football. The addition of Christian Kirk and Travis Etienne returned. I don't think that's going to be enough. Pour it on in this one. Chargers all day. So what's the term when everybody's in on one team and you go the other way? Is that sharp? What's the sharp term? When everyone's in on one team. You go the other other way? way? It's crazy to me that the sharp pick is the Chargers in this one. Because I don't know, man. Like. Justin Herbert, a little banged up, right? Nothing crazy. Um, They have been showing better uh, better offense throughout the course of their first two weeks. The Jags have rolled a little bit. They beat up on the Colts last week. 
They, they kind of played decent football against the Washington Commanders in the first week, lost that game. Dude, I don't know. I, I'm going to ride with the Jags here. I know it's a big number. On the road, it's not really that big of a number because of the fact that if this game was the other way, they'd probably be four-point dogs at home. I don't know. I'm going to take the Jaguars here and ride with 91% of the people. Um, that's that's just kind of how I'm rocking with this one. That's, that's the only reason why. If, if they all are doing this, that means they must know something. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Rob, where um, you at? Uh, seven is a big number. It is for me. I don't know. But uh, I just see Herbert lighting them up, dude. Yeah? So, yeah, we're going to go Chargers. Here okay, Chargers it is. Um, Moving on to the next game, and that is the Reed is coming off a nasty, nasty loss in overtime. Hunter Renfro. I don't even know. Is he going to go this game? Concussion? Is he cleared? I don't think he's been practicing. Wow, so that's I don't tough. Think he's gonna um, go but they're going one. on the road, but they're two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Titans, who are coming off of a loss to the Giants. No, that was week An one. Embarrassing loss to Buffalo. Um, oh, shit. Uh, that's right. Jesus Christ. It's All a right. Big so, game for both of them. Yeah. Va- uh, Mike Vrabel's got to get things going here. He's 0 2 in this game. The Raiders, too, were a bad. Like I said, if they would have just fed Devontae for four straight snaps and got down the field and kicked a field goal, they win that game. And we're talking a different story. But because they coughed it all up, it's hard for me to pick this one. But I'll start with you, Gooch. Where are you leaning on this one? It's a uh, battle of the 0 2 playoff teams from last year. Both desperate, going with the Raiders. I've been riding with them. I'm going to keep on riding with them until they cover. Now, Raiders minus two and a half. The Titans are in trouble right now. Their defense looks like shit. Uh, they struggled to stop in the pass last week in a big way. Uh, the Raiders, they have Devontae. He's going to eat up whatever corner's trying to cover him. We have Devontae did break out in week one, but it was really in a way that was fighting back into the game. It wasn't really... Right. Uh, he didn't go off the game. early. Right. He didn't. He didn't set the tone. And I feel like Devontae is going to set the tone in this one. Traylon Burke seeing a large chunk <laughs> of the targets in the in the games that he's in and the in the snaps that he's in the game. I think he's receiving forty percent of the target share when he's on the field, but he might not be on the field that much. He might be limited in this one, and that's going to hurt the pass rush for the Raiders. Might take over, and I'm going to have to go with the Raiders for that reason. Two things. Um, AJ's coming in when I'll just translate. Titans fucking suck, right? That's the Titans. But I will say, Kyle. Um, I know you're a numbers guy, right? And I and I know you know numbers and you're analytically analytically driven. Um, but if it's 51-49, that's not dead even. 50-50 <laughs> would be dead even. But the money right now is favoring the Raiders 51%. I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Uh, on the road, the Titans do indeed stink right now. As much as you would like them to right the wrongs from the first two weeks, I don't see it right now. Henry will probably get going a little bit. He'll probably rush for 80 to 100. It, that could happen. But, like, show me another playmaker over there. Robert Woods actually has looked pretty good, but but not good enough is what I'm saying. The Raiders are primed to get this win right here. They have to to compete in the AFC West. They got to get this done. I think the Raiders are the the better team, but Derrick Henry's the best player on the field when he's out there. (laughs) Devontae Adams, you can make the argument. But Derrick Henry is their only chance in this game because it's not going to be – I mean, I – the Raiders' secondary isn't great, but their pass rush is great. To neutralize that pass rush with Derrick Henry, I just don't think it's going to be enough. All right. Rob? Uh, I'm on the Raider train, too. I just don't think the Titans' secondary is going to be able to keep up with uh, with Adams, and that's where they should be going the whole game. Mm. Like they shouldn't even play around. They should not try. I, I feel like when the Raiders get ahead, and it's kind of like what the McDaniels does, is they go conservative, and you shouldn't do that. Just yeah. play to win constantly. We got a bunch of Titans people coming in here. Nick yeah. saying the Titans are going to win. Sam Grasso came in and said the Titans are. 
laptop dead. Um, uh, Sam Grasso said that, and but but Bailey's putting it all on the line. That's his survivor pick. So road team in week three. No, nah, I'm going with I'm going with the Raiders here. All right, moving on. What do we got next? Oh, division rival. I didn't write this one down either. Jesus Christ. All right, the Eagles favored by six and a half um, at Washington. Gooch, what say you, bro? Eagles are a really good team this they year. They are good at football. They don't really have many holes. Jalen Hurts was their one question mark, and in at least to some people, mainly Eagles fans, wanted to see more consistency. That's still going to be the question going into this one, but it's a really easy team to be consistent against. Uh, Eagles all day. Carson okay. Wentz is going to get picked apart, too, by that secondary. Or is it a Commander Carson revenge game? I hate to say it. I, it's not. And there, Oh, Kyle just came in. Revenge came for the GOAT, Commander Carson. He's throwing a lot of yards. He's throwing a lot of yards. And that offense looked like it was clicking more than Minnesota's was against the Philadelphia Eagles. Six and a half. Days. Six and a half at home. Give me the Washington Commanders to stay. T- I don't think they win outright. I think they just win. They just they get they lose by six or something like that. Okay. I, give me the Commanders here um, because if this happens, if the Commanders win outright, ladies and gentlemen, there will be. I guarantee there will be a three way tie for you first. You could maybe look for like two first, two way, four two way first half first, touchdowns, actually. some deep balls it's to Devontae. Devontae <laughs> Smith hasn't gotten out. going yet, and we're waiting on those splash plays from Devontae Smith. They're coming this week. 81% of the money on the Commanders. So, we'll see. Yeah. Rob, how do you feel I, I about make, this I NFC East Division rivalry? I've been saying it since better. the beginning of the year. I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I don't care what everyone says. Wow. It looks good. It's been it's been two weeks, dude. Right, yeah. Let's hold on and see what happens. So, I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to show them why he he should have been the Super Bowl champ over there. No, oh, I mean that. Oh, that's, that's no. so. I was waiting. I was like, I, I was mean, like, he does, right. have, he does like, have a ring. He's just not allowed to wear it. Yeah, <laughs> he's. Uh, he I was dog shit. Or I was waiting for like after the Jalen Hurts comment. I'm like, oh, that one's rough. And then I'm like, well, it's it's not like he's gonna say that like Carson Wentz is gonna like make the Eagles regret. And then you're like, sure as shit. <laughs> there it was. Running. So there's the. All right, you're taking uh, Washington with me. Let's ride. Let's ride, Carson. All right, moving on to a very, very, very intriguing game because of the fact that the Colts absolutely need, gotta have it. They're five and a half point dogs at home. The Colts have shown nobody nothing. They couldn't beat the Texans. They couldn't uh, even score on the Jaguars. So, Chris, is there any reason to believe that going back home against the Kansas City Chiefs, five and a half point dogs at home, that they can kind of right the wrongs here? The only reason why there's reason to believe it is because every single time I feel like I have the Chiefs figured out, I'm like, wow, they're good. Or I'm like, now the Chiefs suck. They're def- they just, they prove me wrong. And what worries me about the Colts is their defense hasn't been able to stop anybody in the red zone, 100% red zone percentage against the Colts defense. If the Chiefs get close, they're scoring with that tight end and just the play calling. <laughs> What worries me more so about the Colts is the fact that they're not running the ball on first and second down nearly enough. They're only one one out of every three plays is a run play with the Colts. And with Jonathan Taylor and then Matt Ryan was definitely not brought in to flick the ball around and his completion percentage sucks anyway. They haven't played two good teams. The Chiefs are a really good team. They have to establish the run. If they don't, it's going to get ugly. That said... The offensive line for the Colts has the ability to get that run established. That's their only chance in this one is to slow the game down, keep Mahomes off the field. That defense is struggling. If Shaq Leonard does play, then we could possibly see a much better defense. That changes a lot of things for the Colts. And their receivers are coming back. So 
you want to give them a pass because they were without one and two last week, right? They were without their best defensive player, and they were on the road in Jacksonville, a place that they don't play well. So I'm going to pass on that one. Week one, they looked like shit. Let's see what they could do. Tough situation. Again, a team that was pegged to make noise. Correct. They weren't a playoff team, but look, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Titans, the Colts, all 0-2, or winless, I should say, because they got a tie. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not picking against the Chiefs, though. Not going to happen. The way the Colts have been playing, all of those guys that have talked about maybe not playing or have missed time, even if they do play, how ready are they going to be to to deal with what Pat Mahomes, they're firing on all cylinders. Mid-season form, Chiefs, I am, uh, minus five and a half. I'm in the I mindset of, of Kyle here. I think that their week one games never really pan out for them, and then they can't play in Jacksonville. Look, there's a reason why all the, quote, experts were picking the Colts to win the AFC South and maybe by a landslide. It's still probably going to They do go down have down. a good team. They do have good parts. They are better off, and I'll say this now, still, they're better off with Matt Ryan than they are Carson Wentz in that system. I firmly believe it. He just hasn't looked the part in the first two weeks. He'll look the part a little bit this week. They'll do enough. I'm not as brash as as Kyle here saying Colts money line, but I will take the Colts with the points, 100%. Chris, who are you taking? I he's, picked he's the, not Chiefs. Picking against I the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs, but I'm tailing Kyle on Sunday. <laughs> no doubt saying, on that man. one because I don't really have a I don't have the greatest read on this game because because we haven't gotten to see the Colts defense and what they could do. I think if Shaq Leonard plays, it changes a lot, a lot, and that defense really starts humming. Scoop uh, saying Matt Ryan is Carson Wentz. It's like one of those like uh, like uh, episodes of uh, Scooby Doo or something like that. He takes the mask <laughs> off. It's like oh my god, oh my gosh, cool. You can do it better than I can. I'm all with Kansas City. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. It is. Here we go. This is a big game. This is a really good game. Um, and this is a really, I really. Because I can't see this anything. This is a can... trap. This is a trap. Okay, this game. The Lions have put up a lot of offense. Okay, they've they've showed that they can score. You said today on the Mojo Market Report that it could be a feeding time for a DeAndre Swift because of the fact the Vikings can't stop the run. This game's in Minnesota. Minnesota's coming off an embarrassing loss to the Philadelphia Eagles to get back home. This game is not in prime time, so you can't use that crutch against Kirk Cousins. How do you feel about this one, dude? I, I, I already have my pick locked in my head, but this is all you here. Oh, this is a very familiar territory for the Detroit Lions. They were getting six points. Now we're talking. <laughs> I feel like um, people are probably going to jump on the Lions in this one because of the bad, how bad – uh, the, the Vikings looked on primetime in front of the entire country. Mm. This one's weird to me. It's a hard game to pick. I like the Lions and what they got going on offensively, but it's still <laughs> Jared Goff. Um, it's it's really going to be about the Lions' ability to establish the run. Amon Ross St. Brown is going to dictate a lot of attention defensively from the Vikings, but they can't stop the run, and, and I'm not going to – lay any points right now with the Vikings and their inability to stop the run. They had a really good first half against Green Bay, but <laughs> since then they played pretty much six bad quarters of football. They had a good drive in the fourth quarter that put the game away, but they let Green Bay back in that game. They've played six bad quarters in a row as far as I saw it. So the Vikings are not as good as people think, and the Lions are better than I thought because I faded them last week. I'm going to pick the Lions getting the points. Uh, I don't know who proud New York Jets fans is, but he said T-shirt Dave is back. <laughs> so that's, I guess, he's watching the Mojo Report as I'm all it's probably buttoned Nick, up. Nick Shine. Uh, that's, that, that makes sense, yes. Um, the, the Lions win, they have to cover. They're getting six points. Uh, wow, yeah, I was going to say. Lion, Mike came in and said, Lions win, but they don't cover. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, if you want the Lions, take them on the money line. 
I like this Lions team this year. I really do. They're scoring points in bunches. And it's Jared Goff, and it's DeAndre Swift, and it's even Jamal Williams. The team's going to get better as it goes with Jameson Williams coming back soon. Cousins coming off a loss. I don't know the, the stats for that because I'm sure he's got a little bit of revenge on the mind of trying to right the wrongs, of playing like shit in prime sure time. He, I'm pretty sure he was like 0-4 last year off a loss. Okay, so he's about so to be 0-1 sure. coming off of this loss because I think the I, I like I the Lions. That. Give I me the points on the road, man. Lions are playing good football. I just want to go on record and say I made that up before we have Hawaii Mike go do a Google search <laughs> and actually come up with Kirk Cousins. The same Cousins. Hawaii Mike that thought uh, he, that they were getting points, <laughs> getting points on the road. Do a Google search and be like, bro, how could you possibly have said that stat? Chris, Vikings or Lions? I already said the Lions. Thank you. Sweep again, boys. Yeah, Sweep Lions. Again. Everybody on the Lions. Okay, did you see how I did this? I circled the Lions, crossed out the Lions, and then circled them again. I was I was very iffy with this one, but I was on the Lions. You started talking me off the ledge, and then I'm, I'm back in with Detroit. What do we got now? The Saints and the Panthers. All right, so Baker Mayfield can't seem to get things going right now. He's 0-2. Um, Tough situation for him to be in. He's going back home, and now he's going back home as a home dog again. Jameis uh, Winston playing decent. Kamara, not sure about his situation right now, considering he missed last week. I'm assuming he might be back this week. I have not looked into that. Um, but as far as this game is concerned, Carolina's got to get it done eventually. They have to. Gooch, do you feel like it's this week? I think Baker Mayfield might never win another NFL wow. game in his career. <laughs> okay, here we go. It, it pains me to to just lay the points on the road again, but Baker, I'm I'm fading Baker. We don't have to go deep into it. I like Christian McCaffrey. I like DJ Moore. I just don't like the guy that's controlling that whole ship. They need a new guy to come in and be like, I'm the captain now, and get rid of Baker. Look at me. <laughs> right now, the the Baker Mayfield just he's so not good at football. I don't care how long he's played, maybe his whole life. I'm gonna ride with. Baker Mayfield and get that win his first one get it under your belt feel good about yourself this could be a very good game for Christian McCaffrey I feel like you could take the top off a couple times maybe a DJ Moore Robbie Anderson down the seam I'm not like it's not like I'm not convinced that the Saints are a good football team because I think their defense is really good um but Jameis Winston on the road in Carolina he might struggle I, I listen the Carolina Panthers can't go 0-3, or Matt Rule might be finding another job on Tuesday. Oh, no they, bullshit. But they can. That's what, well, they can, <laughs> but they, they will. will. Carolina, all day. No, they will. Two-point dogs. No, give, me the, give me the Panthers. We're going with the Saints. Jameis ah. W's, baby. Here's the <laughs> game of the week. Right this is here. the game of the week right here. It is the Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, both quarterbacks about probably thrown for a thousand yards combined so far within the first four games of uh, of the NFL season, two each. Um the Dolphins are playing good. They got speed. The Bills have one of the better defenses in football. The Bills also have a guy named Josh Allen. And he's very similar to a, uh, I'm not saying similar, he's better than Lamar Jackson by a mile. All I'm saying is he has the ability to do the certain same things that a Lamar can do, meaning he could run if he chooses to. He could just do it, right? Josh Allen's a whole other beast. The problem I have here is this goddamn spread. Somebody make this make sense because the Dolphins are five and a half point dogs at home. I don't know. Where are you feeling? You, you sitting anywhere? Uh, this I, is I a hard will, one. Again, I'll make it make sense. Last week, the Dolphins got the shit beat out of them largely the entire game. There was one thing that the Ravens could not do, and that was cover people in the second half. I was surprised to see how well the Ravens' secondary held up. In the first half against those Miami receivers, it just got too it, it got to be too much. And I think the big lead 
partially played into that fact that the defense let up. It's only natural when you're up a lot of points. Defensively, you kind of take the foot off the pedal a little bit, and that's not going to happen in Buffalo. You watch what happened in that first half. I'm not saying Miami is that bad because they're not, but the Bills are that good. They haven't even been tested one bit. There was like one drive in the entire season so far where there was like, oh, the Bills look like they could be had, and it was literally that was it, one drive. That was it. Mm-hmm. They're a really good football team. They're the Super Bowl favorites. That's why they're favored going on the road. And By this much, you think? I mean, that, that, yeah, you feel like it's a little high after what Miami just put up? I, I think like right now, everybody, the, the books are looking at it like Miami lit it up in the second half. And it was like everybody's seeing what they could do when they get going. But they're it's making everybody forget about how shitty they played defensively in the first half. Mm-hmm. And even in the second half, they were, I was looking at Miami like creep into a backdoor cover throughout that game. And then as they were getting closer, they were still giving up points. They gave up a ton of points in that game, too. So I think Miami's defense has been way better than people give them credit for over the last three years. But they're, they also have issues in their secondary. Buffalo's getting back full strength with Gabe Davis coming back this week, I believe. Do we really think that Miami's going to stop Buffalo? I, I, obviously, you don't. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I'll go on record and I say I want the Dolphins to win this game. I like it. It's a feel-good story. It's for my mom. She's a big Dolphins person, right? But let's not forget, like, Josh Allen's going to win MVP this year. That's going to happen, right? The Bills are very, very good at football, all of them, across the board, both sides. Great coach. On the road, there might be a little bit of um, a little bit of too much hype on this Miami Dolphins team as much as as much improved as they are and as much as there's they're fast on deep uh, on the on the, out on the outsides with both Waddle and Hill right and Gasecki could get involved this week and, and I'm sure they're going to score some points but not enough I, I got the bills in this one I, I think that the the hype is it's not that it's the hype is over because I think the Miami Dolphins will win some football games this year I really do uh but just not this week Rob? Bills, it is. Bills, bills, bills. across bills. the board. All right, moving on to the final game that we're going to do right now because, again, we'll pick the Giants and the Cowboys on Monday's show. Um, the New England Patriots, home dogs, three points against these Ravens that we were just talking about as they, you know, led up that big, big, big win against the Dolphins last week. Gooch, Mac Jones, back home, home dogs. How do you feel? It's a little weird for me to see the Patriots getting points at home. I don't care what. It is a different, it is a different is. situation. Yeah. Um, but that offense, man, they don't have the receivers that Miami does to make up for those inefficiencies and expose what the Ravens were dealing with in the secondary. I have to do a little bit of more research and see what the hell situation is on the back end for the Ravens. But either way, um, it's only going to make things worse on the Patriots offensively if they do play. If they don't, I don't think it's going to matter much. Ravens are a better team. Um they look at what happened to them last year when they got exposed by the Colts in that comeback win. I think that was also week two. The Ravens will bounce back in a big way. Lamar is going to light them up. He's probably going to run all over the field. Worry about the pass rush a little bit, but there's just not enough firepower over there in New England right now. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think they have the ability to come back if there's any kind of lead by Baltimore. They don't have enough playmakers on that team. They just don't. Um, I'm also riding with the Ravens here, bouncing back off of their loss against Miami last week. Um, that's an easy one for me. I kind of, I am, I was on record the entire preseason saying the Patriots are going to stink, and this is just going to prove it again. I could easily, I could definitely see myself uh, taking the points in this one on Sunday, though. Easily, just the Patriots getting points at home is like, you know, right away. It's not the same Patriots. Though. I that's don't the problem. care. I don't care. The point spread dictates it. It's getting points at home. Like there, it's still three. 
right? It's, I understand that, but I just yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm leaning. I might. I'm leaning Ravens for the show's purposes, but mm-hmm. I'm probably going to bet the Patriots. All right, we'll see. Well, Rob, what you got? Easiest game of the week. Ravens blow them out. Nope. That's why I love the Patriots. He Big- said it. Easiest game of the week. We'll see Monday, I guess. I, I guess don't know how you believe. I guess in them. we will. <laughs> it's not about what I believe. It's, it has zero to do with it. With uh, it's it's just like how many times have you not believed or believed, and you thought something was easy, and it just doesn't work out that way because. As good as we think we are, these guys that are making these points spreads are better. Nuh-uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're the best. Anyway, that is your NFL week two Why slate. We'll three, finish it up on Monday. Uh, like I said, in the description of this show, first, you're going to like the video. That would help us out tremendously. Also, in the description of the video, while you're still here and hanging out, Head on over to the Mojo Mark Report and like that video and show Mojo that we got Chop Sports dominant over there. And because uh, I mean, the first video was astronomically good for us. Felt good to see all of our guys in there and chiming you, in. And all you lazy bastards, stop going over the uh, to the Mojo channel and, and liking and commenting. Get over there. Yeah, and give please. Us some it takes love, eight seconds bro. of your day. We would really no, appreciate it. No, it takes thirty it. minutes. We don't want you to watch it and then leave. Watch that whole fucking. Thing. I think you should. Eight I, seconds times however many times it. <laughs> Equals 30 minutes. (laughs) I like that. It's good math. It's good math. All right, guys. We thank you guys for tuning in to this show. We'll be back here on Monday to review and recap the entire week two slate. We hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Mojo. Subscribe to everybody that we got going on here. Even the goddamn Jets, Till Mets to us part. They all have YouTube channels, too. They're on the bottom of our page. So go subscribe to those guys as well. They're They're doing really well. They're putting in the work. Make sure you listen to the Squeaky Bum Time podcast. I don't think I've said those guys' name in quite some time, but they're the most consistent podcast on this network. They do not stop. So go check them out if you're a soccer fan. Why you're a soccer fan, that remains to be seen as to, you know, give me an actual reason. But there are soccer fans out there, so go check out that show. So for Sturch and Gooch and Rob and A5, yes, it's five, I was going to say Cinco. And, of course, best wishes to Ash on your safari. And um, enjoy yourself. Don't get eaten by a lion. And we'll see you back here in two weeks, and we'll see you guys back here on Monday. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.